welcome to the Ellendale Market Talk podcast. This is Greg McBride and Mike Lung. Uh, we are going to talk all about uh, what looks to be the start of a correction in the uh, in the ag sector uh, as we uh, started this week out uh, under heavy pressure uh, coming in from uh, uh, the European coronavirus situation. Um, it kind of uh, Stutter, stuttered a little bit here today. Didn't really do a whole lot. Uh, much lower in the overnight. Much higher in the in the day session. Then finished lower on the day. So a lot of volatility there. Mike, uh, what's your take on uh, on the beans here today? Beans have an interesting movement uh, here today. Obviously, as you just said, we had a bit of a whipsaw throughout the day, uh, moving lower towards that 10:13 area on the overnight session, then back up to about 10:37. Uh, during the day session before finishing pretty close to unchanged. So it's just showing a lot of unknown at this point. Are we going to continue to go higher? Is this just a correction? You have a decent move that could take us higher considering you did finish close to low. You had the gap lower last night. So if you do see a move uh, higher tonight, say uh, opening above last night's open, it's got a move that could go higher. But for the most part, we're watching this thing, watching this potential panic ensue and especially with harvest now underway do we finally stop this uh counter seasonal rally that we're seeing and start to look for some kind of harvest low coming to the mix uh so the best question is whether or not we're we're able to continue to make these lower lows and lower highs uh and start to see that correctionary move in which case it could be expecting some kind of uh symmetrical uh move lower as we saw the very sharp move higher um, sure. So we'll be watching all that, especially with the, the sharp trend lines uh, that still are in place. Well, from a fundamental standpoint, nothing really has changed. I mean, we we have solid daily demand. We're, we continue to get uh, sales to China and unknown. Uh, we've actually even seen corn get in on the uh, on the action here lately, too. Um the only thing that uh, that you could really point to, well, not the only thing. There's a few, but uh, you could point to the idea that uh, some of these uh, some of these early yield numbers uh, coming off, and I think we're what uh, maybe six percent uh, harvested for beans, is these yield numbers are actually pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and we we knew that we knew we were going to be somewhere near record yield uh, at this point, but it, it even sounds like we're actually getting a little bit better. Uh, as we move forward and some of those areas that were really dry this summer uh, are actually seeing decent yields. So uh, from a fundamental standpoint, you do have that, uh, that pull higher for the, uh, for the demand. You've got a, a push lower because of, uh, of, of maybe the yield and the supply side of things. Um, but is there, we didn't do anything really damaging on the, uh, from a chart perspective, did we on, on yesterday's 20, 20 cent sell-off or even today's you know minor uh minor selling that we saw as of right now we haven't done any major damage and it's going to be difficult to do any kind of major damage to this uptrend until you start taking out some of these trend lines uh first one comes in here at that 10 day moving average uh just coincides right along with it which comes in about 10 uh 1007 as of today uh so until we start taking out some of those we're still in a very clear solid uptrend but like I said earlier, with how quickly it moved up, we might be moving down equally as quick. And we still are about 20 cents away from hitting, or, well, 15 cents away from hitting that first trend line that we're going to be watching. So mm -hmm. it might not see a lot of chart damage, but you might see a lot of price movement 
before you're able to hit that chart damage. Right. There's a lot of things that actually pack into that uh, into that area between, uh, say, t- uh, ten dollars uh, psychological uh, support and uh, about ten ten. You have, um, I think, you've got twenty four percent retracement uh, comes in there. You've got the ten day moving average that comes in there. There's a bunch of stuff. Uh, I think ten oh four, ten oh seven, ten oh nine in those areas. Um, so there are some uh, some spots where we could uh, take a breather. Uh, not just flush out if there was a, a flush coming. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, as as it was pointed out to us uh, earlier this week, uh, when you've seen some of these rallies in these markets, uh, you know, especially we'll talk, go back uh, to springtime uh, rallies. Typically, these rallies are uh, about six weeks in length. And that's almost exactly to the day what we what we saw out of this rally was a six week rally from the August uh, WASI report uh, to uh, this past Sunday. Yeah, that's going to be uh, that's going to be a pattern that has developed in corn, uh, especially beans, not so much. But in the corn market, uh, it's, it's been a very interesting thing to watch. And uh, if you guys take a peek at the technical recommendations uh, part of our premium research, I go into a little bit more detail there that I can't uh, go into uh, for this podcast just due to regulations. Don't want to get in trouble on that side of things, but definitely something to take a peek at because it is a very interesting time frame that we're looking at with last week being our sixth week of this uh, corn rally. Mm-hmm. Now, on the on the corn, we talk about uh, – um, you know, seeing this, uh, seeing this bean rally, we've had a nice corn rally as well. And um, have we done any kind of uh, chart damage there? Because let's face it, from a fundamental standpoint, it doesn't equal uh, kind of what the uh, what the beans are looking at. We're looking at a, a record yield. We're near a record production. I don't think we're going to get there, but um, we also have a 2.5 billion carryout. So from a, a fundamental side of things. There's a lot of corn out there uh, as mm-hmm. far as the supply goes, uh, which is not as bad as the way it is uh, as far as tightness on the soybean side. Did we do anything yesterday or even over the last uh, couple of days um, to uh, to do any damage to the corn chart here? So something interesting that could be setting up that it's a little too early to fully see, but it's setting up kind of like last year's peak for corn where you have a potential head and shoulders that could be making its way into the mix with a uh, yesterday uh, sell-off showing uh, the head in place, especially being below that 370 uh, tag. It's it's something that could develop, maybe look for another uh, push higher and get that little bull trap in there before selling this thing off, looking at that gap fill below us uh mm-hmm. for our our support to start working its way into the mix of which also i think the 50-day moving average is down there uh so it, it is doing some damage but again not something that is fully formed yet still would have to put in that right shoulder um but definitely definitely something to be paying attention to uh, same thing developed last year where we were looking at this and saying hey if we don't fill up this this gap on this next run lower be very careful of a head and shoulders forming, and that's exactly what happened last year on the corn corn market. So mm-hmm. something to monitor, not something that definitely will happen or definitely won't happen, but something to pay attention to. Sure. Now let's uh, let's move over to the wheat because there were some uh, some indicators on the 
uh, on the wheat yesterday that uh, showed up on the on the charts uh, that you have to be aware of and you have to be a little bit uh, concerned about. You and I have uh, have always kind of uh, made it no secret that uh, we we think your your bearishness uh, uh, should be pretty well ingrained in the wheat. And uh, yesterday, uh, Chicago wheat outside day lower. Uh, uh, KC wheat actually had a uh, key reversal um, on on its failure. So, you know, did we do anything here today, or what's the what's your uh, what's your thoughts on the uh, the charts there? I think you found a little bit of a bull. You could have found a little bit of a uh, bull trap here today because you did run it higher, much like the other grains uh, this morning, and then uh, failed back throughout the day. So it's something that. It uh, doesn't look great. To, I mean, seeing an outside day lower and a key reversal at the top of a chart definitely is not something that uh, doesn't sit well, uh, but it could be signaling a continued move lower with the rejection here today. Mm-hmm. Like we say, it's not anything that's definite, uh, but doesn't look great from a technical perspective. Well, and from a from a, a fundamental perspective, um, we're getting a little bit of uh, both sides uh, of things here. From what I've, uh, from what I understand, it sounds like Australia is uh, putting together a pretty sizable crop. Uh, we know they're a big uh, a big exporter of wheat. Uh, Russia, on the other hand, sounds like you know being the number one uh, exporter. From what I'm hearing, there are some issues with uh, with dryness uh, over there that. Uh, um, they may have some problems when it comes to uh, to production, which could uh, lend us to see maybe some thoughts of uh, uh, demand shifting over to the United States later on. But uh, that's a, a time will tell type type situation. It's it's probably going to be something that uh, will shift to Australia opposed to us, uh, because over the last several years you have seen Australia with their massive wildfires, and that's something that is to change a picture this year is. They do. They might very well be having a really good crop cone form, and it seems like a huge increase because over the last several years, it's been wildfire after wildfire decreasing their crop size. Uh, so with the amount of uh, crop that they actually sell compared to what they produce, you could see a decent amount of exports coming out of Australia this year uh, with a back-to-normalized uh, uh, production for the year. Very good. Well, let's let's uh, shift gears to something internal for uh, for Allendale, and this is kind of a big deal for us. Uh, we we introduced a brand new product uh, last week, or or actually a couple of weeks ago, uh, called the Allendale Snapshot. This is where uh, Steve Georgie, our our president of the company, and Rich Nelson, our chief strategist, sit down and they go back uh, back and forth uh, regarding the fundamentals and the technicals that uh, surround a USDA report uh, as it's. Come Coming up, but so the last one or the first one that we just did was uh, based on the September WASDE report. This next one that they're actually going to be recording this week uh, and will be released later on this week, uh, we'll be discussing the quarterly stocks report, and that's something that uh, you can find on our website um, for ten bucks. I mean nine ninety nine. I, I got to say, this is this is probably an invaluable resource that everybody should be checking out. And I, you know, not to sell like you know, sound like I'm selling selling the company here, but it, it really is such a great uh, a g- great resource to get those ideas of where and what these numbers mean and where we could go afterwards or even before we get to those uh, reports. Um, I mean, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, it's really great because you have the in-depth commentary from, like you said, uh, Rich and Steve, and it's much like a 
a mini conference before these reports. I mean, last year we saw such a big change in numbers because of the quarterly grain stocks report this time of year. We got something that was completely unexpected. So it's really good to have that sit down and listen to what they have to say, much like what we do with the conferences and get all that good information, get all these great ideas in your hands right beforehand. And like you said, for 1099, that's really not that much. Yeah. And that's where, uh, yeah, exactly. And that's where, you know, it's, it's nice because it's, you don't have to, you don't have to keep it, uh, keep it active uh, all, all, at all, all times. It is something that is on a monthly uh, recurring basis. So you can say at any time you wanted to cancel it. Uh, you know, we get uh, close to that, uh, maybe that November, December uh, WASI report. Those don't really mean a whole heck of a lot, but these September, October ones, especially the January ones, those are big ones. So if you can get uh, one or two uh, uh, reports under your belt, uh, it would be worth it to uh, to get it to at least get that insight. And, you know, you can't beat 10 bucks. Right. Definitely. So if you guys have any questions on that or anything else, please give us a call 800-262-7538. But today for Allendale Market Talk, this is Mike Lung and Greg McBride. You guys have a great one out there. Mm-hmm.